98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Get down. Get up. Now get back down again. Now get up. Now get back down. Now get up. Those are called burpees, and they'll keep you healthy. That's all right. Do about 50 of them today. Okay. <laughs> no? All right. At least 50. Come on. All right. Then don't. All right. Get down again. Now get up. All right. It is the JoJo Show. Welcome to the day before Thanksgiving. And look at this. Look at this. It is Blackout Wednesday. That's right. This, even more than New Year's Eve now, they say, is the most drunken night of the year. Most of the young people who are home uh, uh, for the first time since they went away to college or out on, into life, and uh, they're going to get back together with their friends tonight and just get hammered. So don't be driving around tonight <laughs> if you can help it. Just stay home because uh, there's going to be a lot of drunk drivers out there. That's what I'm telling you. Uh, it is the JoJo Show. Welcome to Blackout Wednesday. No, we won't be drinking this morning on the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for asking, though. It is the JoJo Show on 98.7 F- 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Recalling on this National Jukebox Day, the time when you could just annoy an entire audience at a bar by playing the same song over and over and over again. This is a journey into sound. Remember doing that? That was... A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new... Value. I was doing that once at a uh, bar in Gaylord called Mary's, and uh, I swear to God, this guy was going to kick my butt. You play Springsteen one more time! Yeah, I will. Uh, this is a... Uh, it's time now for the audio. Well, it sounds from around the world. Here's a guy whose nephew, his little nephew, came to him for some love advice. And so Uncle Uncle Johnny helped out. We're sitting in the living room, okay? The man, he, he, says, Uncle, he says, I'm having woman problems. I said, you don't know the half of it, buddy. I'm having a little bit of trouble getting this girl's attention. How do I get her attention? I said, man, look, women, no matter the age of them, they respond to confidence. You got to be confident. You got to walk straight up to her, look at her dead in the eye, and say, do you want to be my girlfriend? And if she does, hug her. I wasn't gone from car riders for more than like 30 minutes and I get a phone call and it's his daddy. My little nephew walked into class, threw his book bag down and he didn't say a word. He just kissed her right on the lips. The only problem was it was the teacher. Well, there you go. Uh, and now they're a happy couple. So that's good. He's only five, but hey, he's got some moves. <laughs> is that what it is? By the way, is that what it is? Is it confidence? Is that where I feel? Okay. Good. I'm glad to know that. Uh, this is another groom at his wedding talking about the first kiss he had with his bride. And then what happened afterwards? Although she'll deny it to this day, she said to me, why don't you take my number and we can meet up another time? <laughs> a, bit, a bit thirsty if you ask me. <laughs> but I was so out of practice that I didn't even take her number. And instead went outside to get us a couple of drinks. Went back outside to give her the drinks, only to find her snogging another guy. <laughs> I just downed the two drinks and went back on the dance floor. <laughs> Left Katie to kiss some other guy. And uh, still to this day, I'm pretty nervous to go to the bar and leave her unattended. I don't blame him, Ma. It's the JoJo Show on 98.7 F- 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. I was uh, reading the other day that uh, that song uh, has over a billion streams on Spotify. Over a billion. And ironically enough, it's the one song, uh, one of the songs that uh, people will point out to me. How come you play that song all the time? I'm like, because if I didn't, you would just go to Spotify and listen to it. 
It always cracks me up. They, they, pe- people will complain about songs being played too much, and then you go on Spotify and like, now, this is a place where people have their own choice. They don't have to listen to what I play, right? And that's they still choose the same songs <laughs> over and over again. So it's on you, people. We're watching that. We're watching that. I want to get to this phone call because we have a, a, a small child on the line here. She's six. And uh, I, I want you to tell me how you cook a turkey on Thanksgiving Day. How you would cook a turkey if it was up to you? I'd cook it for six hours. Six hours. And I'd put warm head, some icing, okay. chocolate syrup, <laughs> I'll put whipped cream, berries, All right. and some more warheads. On the All right, you put warheads, ice cream, chocolate syrup, and more warheads. I don't know. That's going to be a set. Feel good on the 50s. Nice and easy. With JoJo on 98.7 FGR. One, one thing you know when you adopt a puppy is the puppy's going to get into things. Case in point, a puppy named Whip who was brought to the fire department in Coldwater uh, recently. The dog was unresponsive, and the man believed it had chewed on a used fentanyl patch that it had gotten out of the garbage. Eh, okay. Uh, Cold Water Fire Chief Dave Schmaltz says they never dealt with a situation like this before. You don't expect that kind of call, he said. The poor dog was drooling, kind of out of it and shaking. All the overdose signs were there, so firefighters did what they do if they were working on a human. They administered Narcan, a life-saving drug used to revive people who overdosed on opioids. Fortunately, the Narcan worked. And Whip was back to his puppy ways almost instantly. After that, the puppy was bounding around like nothing happened, Schmaltz said. Uh, The fire chief warns that fentanyl patches can be dangerous. And even after they've been used for their prescribed time frame, they need to be disposed of differently than most regular trash. Even after three days of using it, they still have medication left. So uh, uh, put, uh, put it... I don't know what you do. Would you cover it with foil or something? No, that wouldn't work either. You just got to burn it. <laughs> it doesn't say here what you should do. Uh, firefighters plan to uh, keep tabs on the pup uh, until he can make a uh, visit to his veterinarian. The FDA, according to this article, recommends promptly discarding used fentanyl patches and never putting them in the household trash where children or pets can get to them. Still doesn't say what you should do with them. Okay. I'm going to research that. All right. I am next to a Google. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids' greatest hits. Come on, Eileen. You're slowing us up. We got to get going. I hate it when uh, someone screws up my morning routine. I have it down to a science. I could get up. I got to do this, 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 and just it's, then out the door. And everything's got to be in the way. And if there's any slightest little wrench thrown into that, I get a little cheesed off. And now that I live by myself, it's much easier because... <laughs> Kids will get in the way. So will pets of your morning routine. Uh, you're just like I am, aren't you? You got a pretty uh, solid morning routine? I am exactly like that. And God help you if you do anything to mess up my routine because I will blow up on you. So you have a, a, a rigid set of things that you need to do every morning. And if, and if there's a monk, a cog in that way, you uh, you get upset. Yes. And the, and the funny thing is my mother knows that my father's that way. And I swear she does stuff on purpose to mess up my routine. <laughs> And it just drives me crazy. I'm like, Mom, I am your father, or I'm my father's daughter. How dare you ask me to do that five minutes before I'm going to leave? Yeah, I, I'm kind of the same way, man. If I'm a least bit late in, into my routine, I get hectic and panicked. And, you know, even though if I just slow down and take my time, I'll be fine. Well, it's, it's, it's bad because I 
because in the back of my mind, I'm like, I know that I don't really need to do yeah, this, yeah. but come on, this is the way I've been doing it, and it works for me. Don't mess it up. <laughs> don't get in the way of it. You know, especially if I forgot to do something the night before, and it's there glaring right in my face, like take out the garbage. I'm like, oh, man, man, why do I do that to myself? Then I beat myself up for eight hours. That's helpful. Uh, not. It's the JoJo Show. You're on 98.7 FG. Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Here we are on, uh, I, I guess now, I, I called it Blackout Wednesday earlier today. It's the most uh, drunk holiday of the year, even more so than New Year's Eve, according to some people. But now people are telling me it's more correctly called Drunk's Giving. Hey, whatever you call it, be safe out there. That's what I say. <laughs> and dispose of your fentanyl properly. Uh, earlier this morning, I was telling you the story from Coldwater, where this little puppy got into the trash where uh, some guy had this fentanyl patch uh, and uh, went into opioid overdose. Luckily, the fire department gave the uh, dog a Narcan shot, Narcan shot and uh, saved it. And uh, in the article, it said, hey, you shouldn't throw your uh, fentanyl patch in the trash where kids and dogs can get at it. And I'm like, all right, well, how about some tips on how to do that? Turns out it's very much like an old Saturday Night Live bit. Uh, you have to wear protective gloves, fold the patch in half so that the adhesive side is stuck together, dispose of the patch in a tamper-proof, child-proof storage container, and then take that container to your pharmacy uh, with other medications uh, for safe disposal. Kind of reminds me of that old Saturday Night Live bit with the late, great Phil Hartman where he was the anal retentive chef and he threw things away this way. This is how you do it, I think. And how do we throw things out? Okay, we take our paper toweling. Two pieces. Unbroken. Lay it out neatly. Dump the refuse inside. Arrange neatly. Let's take these little nasties we separated earlier. Put that back. Fold over carefully, making sure the corners are square. And we take a piece of aluminum foil and we place our refuse onto the foil and fold over very carefully. This way it won't leak onto the other garbage. <laughs> aluminum foil is such a miracle product. It's really an extraordinary product. All right, and then we take a brown paper sandwich bag. Place the refuse inside and... Oh, now this bag is torn. Well, no, that's all right. We'll just fold over and no one will see. We'll fold it over twice to be careful. Then we get our tape. <coughs> and we tape it shut, being very careful to center the tape on the bag. I like to keep my tape dispenser right here on the counter. There we go. All ready for the trash. Now, there's some garbage you can live with. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's the JoJo Show on 98.7. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. I, I, I can't jump. I uh, injured my patella tendon, which is the jumping tendon, a couple years ago. I tried jumping yesterday. It was a bad decision. I'm paying for it this morning. <laughs> it is the JoJo Show. Hope your uh, ha- uh, Thanksgiving plans are in place, and I hope you have uh, lots of fun with your uh, friends and family. I'll... Uh, by the way, I'm making my uh, world-famous sweet potato salad. I will share that with you. Not the salad, but the recipe in a few minutes. But first of all, I want to get to this phone call because uh, we were talking uh, in the promo uh, for today. I was talking about double dog dares or triple dog dares because A Christmas Story has a sequel out. 
And Flick, the guy who got double dog dared into licking the uh, frozen pole, which resulted in the fire department coming to the school in the original Christmas story, also gets triple dog dared in the uh, sequel. I won't, uh, I won't uh, surprise you, or I won't ruin that surprise for you if you get a chance to watch. I think it's on HBO. Is it on HBO Plus? Yeah, it's on HBO Plus. But did, did you ever triple dog dare someone, and how did that work out? I triple dog dared a, a friend of mine to go tubing naked. <laughs> oh, he did it all right. All right. We went, went by every cottage. We, we, we pretty much displayed him everywhere on the lake. All right. When we pulled back up to the dock at the cottage, there was two sheriffs and a conservation officer there. <laughs> We didn't get in that, in that much trouble. We just kind of talking to. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Naked tubing, and he said lake, so I assume you're getting dragged behind a boat. Naked tubing, there's dangling things happening. You know, you don't. Don't do that. No. I just had a shiver go down my spine when he's talking about naked. Yes, I do. Everything I do, I do it for you. Uh, 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Okay, some things I do for me, all right? And that's okay. Because you got to take care of yourself first, right? Um, if you want, I can send along this uh, sweet potato salad recipe. You can drop me a line either on the app or uh, via email. Because I took a photo of it. Because <laughs> um, that's the only way I can remember things now. I have to take a, a screenshot of it. Because I don't know how to write down things anymore. Anyway, it's pretty easy. Uh, you cube up some sweet potatoes. Uh, you put some olive oil on that. Slap them in the oven to roast them, a little salt, a little pepper. Then while that's doing, uh, you make a vinaigrette out of uh, red wine vinegar, a red bell pepper, some cumin, and some orange zest. Make a little vinaigrette, roasted the uh, sweet potatoes, put that vinaigrette on the sweet potatoes. Then on top of that, you throw in some uh, fresh mint ground up, uh, some uh, scallion sliced up, and some minced chilies. I use jalapeno. You can go hotter. You can go hotter if you want. You can go Serrano. And then raisins are optional. I never put them in there, though. Raisins ruin it. Raisins ruin everything except a, a good trail mix. <laughs> so there you go. If you're interested, it's good. It's pretty uh, It's pretty decent. I like it a lot. Uh, it's the JoJo Show on 98.7. 98.7 FGR Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Draining those threes. You're cold, man. You're cold. Uh, it's cold as ice. Uh, when we were kids, uh, we were fed this, uh, in elementary school, we were fed this uh, story uh, from our teachers about the original uh, Thanksgiving. And then we would place our hand on a piece of paper, trace it, and make a turkey that way, even though uh, ornithologically it's not even close to looking like a turkey, the hand turkey. No, it's not. Uh, anyway, basically the story was 1620, the Mayflower came over, some people who were uh, really disappointed with England, and they're like, oh, we'll go to America and we'll practice religious freedom. And so they landed at Plymouth Rock, they set up camp, had a harsh winter, and some aboriginal uh, guy by the name of Squanto came over and dropped him off uh, some uh, vegetables and helped him get through the winter. Isn't that it, pretty much? <laughs> Isn't that the story we were told? Uh, so this is uh, some friends of mine. They went to an elementary school a few years back and asked kids to recall the Thanksgiving story. And I think they did pretty good. Here we go. How's it go? We went, whatever that boat is called, we went over to him and we discovered America. That's and the minnow. Had, oh, minnow. And then we had a big feast with the Indians. When, when did that happen? 
long, 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 long time ago. So what kind of food did they have at this feast? Turkey, um, stuffing. They didn't have stuffing. Coconuts. That was in the Dark Ages. The pilgrims and Indians were in 1980. So that was in 1980, and then so we've been celebrating ever since? Yep. So Thanksgiving started in 1980. No, that didn't start in 1980. It started more back. Why didn't they bring a disco ball then? When they celebrated, there was four women, 50 pilgrims, and a lot of Indians who had helped the pilgrims harvest all the crops they needed to survive that winter. A pilgrim's like a person with strange outfits on, and they're, and they're from, like, England. So Thanksgiving sounds like a party at my house, you know, 50 guys in strange outfits and then only four women. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, they like to wear buckles a lot.